Welcome. You're listening to the Energy on Purpose podcast. I'm Indira, a law of attraction coach, a clinical hypnotherapist, an NLP practitioner, and an EFT practitioner. I'm Priscilla, an energy medicine practitioner. We're on a mission to normalize energy medicine, manifestation, neuroplasticity, and the untapped potential of the subconscious mind to empower you and all women to be, do, and have everything you desire. We'll share expert tips, tools, and resources to master your energy, get clarity on what you want, and be in alignment to receive it. So if you're ready to close the gap between your current reality and your desire reality, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to this week's episode of Energy on Purpose. So since this episode is going to be live on Thanksgiving Day in the United States, we figured what better way to celebrate Thanksgiving than by discussing gratitude. That's definitely one of your favorite subjects. Girl, I am all about the attitude of gratitude. And I actually love this quote by Melody Beattie. Gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates vision for tomorrow. Ugh, I love that. An attitude of gratitude, I mean, really, it's it's creating a conscious mindset. It's 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 about developing a habit to be thankful and to express appreciation for every aspect of your life, right? Big and small. It's all about doing it consistently on a daily basis, not just on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. You're big on that because I know you have your gratitude journal and I always, ever since I've met you, you've always been a big proponent of journaling and having a gratitude journal. Yeah. So, you know, practicing gratitude also in, in my, in my field with law of attraction, it's going to inevitably raise your vibration to the highest level in the emotional guidance scale. When you're on the emotional scale and you're emitting positive energy, it attracts people, situations, experiences, everything that matches that vibration. Like, isn't that what we want to do? Don't we want to be attracting that? I know I do. I definitely do. Heck yeah. So what are we sharing in this episode? Why having an attitude of gratitude means you're operating from a place of abundance rather than scarcity. The difference between active gratitude and the reactive gratitude. How to develop a gratitude practice. Why it's so important that the people you choose to surround yourself with also have a gratitude mindset. And, oh my gosh, so excited, we'll be joined by two surprise guests who will be sharing what they are grateful for. So when we think about having an attitude of gratitude and operating from a place of abundance, um, what I really mean by that is that when you come from an abundance mindset, you believe that there is plenty to go around for everyone. Yeah, it's kind of like that pie example that we talked about before. Yeah. So the pie example, right? I'm sure you've heard of it where there's plenty of people who think that if you have a pie, there's only enough for, you know, a certain amount of people. So everybody's like rushing to it. Whereas somebody with an abundance mindset just thinks like, 
there's more where that came from. Like yeah, you can bake way more pie, yeah. or you can just freaking you can bake more pie. There's more. So an abundance mindset means things are limitless. Where in contrast, right? When you're coming from a scarcity mindset, that's when you think there's never enough. You believe things are limited. You're focused on the lack. Ugh, cannot deal with the scarcity mindset, really. I see that a lot in the corporate world, but let me not even go on that tangent. Getting back to the abundance mindset, because that's the one I want to focus on. It's really helping you focus on what you have. So like everything else, right? What I, I, I'm going to say this a million times. What you focus on expands. So the more grateful you are for the things that you have, the more you're going to receive things to be grateful for. But don't you also want to talk about the difference between active gratitude and reactive gratitude? Yes. Yes, I do. So reactive gratitude is when you're, you're waiting for something to happen before you're saying, you know, thank you, expressing, you know, being appreciative. So reactive is you're waiting. Whereas when you have active gratitude, you're intentionally on purpose. You're looking for ways to be grateful and expressing your appreciation. So expressing gratitude becomes a choice, which is why developing a gratitude practice is so important. It's key. It's, you know, being able to learn how to express gratitude under all circumstances, especially difficult circumstances. Yeah. This one's a little harder for people. I, I, it's much harder for everybody. Obviously when something nice, good happens to you, you always, Oh, think that's great. I'm so grateful. But sometimes maybe you're running late or you want to get home quicker, but you're stuck in this long line in the grocery store. Even at that moment, if you want to take yourself, your mindset, your mood, and instead of thinking, Oh, I don't want to be here. I'm staying so long, whatever goes through your mind negative usually, you kind of switch it and say, well, okay, I can be grateful. Maybe there's something out there. Maybe if I were to leave really quick right now, I might get in the car, drive, maybe even have an accident. So maybe there's a purpose. There's a reason why you might be stuck in that line. There's something holding you there. So I am, I'm always grateful in lines or sometimes I'm in traffic and I, and I think about that. I was like, well, I'm grateful. I'm in traffic. Maybe I can listen to a podcast that I've been wanting to listen to. So I always kind of switch it and, and think it automatically that switches my energy, switches my mood and I'm happy. I'm like, oh, whatever. There's time. I'll get there when I have to get there. Absolutely. It's about making an intentional decision to be grateful every single day, no matter what happens. Because if the only time you're going to be grateful is when things are going your way, you're not going to be grateful very often which is why you have to develop a gratitude practice, right? Gratitude is like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it grows. So you know I began my gratitude practice in 2015. At the time, I was doing longboard therapy, and I remember my therapist just asking me to journal three things I was grateful for each day. I'm a nerd, so having homework was like loving it. <laughs> and at the time, I thought like, you know, this is so simple, but it was absolutely transformative because what this daily practice helped me do was shift my focus. 
I had to be intentional about looking for things to write down in my journal, which inevitably made me aware of how much I had to be grateful for. And, you know, at the time I was, you know, the whole, the whole reason why I was even in therapy and longboard therapy was because I was dealing with the loss of my nephew. So when you're in the grieving stage, I'm sure many of you that have gone through the grieving stage, you know how challenging it can be to find things that you're grateful for because you're deep, knee deep in it. But this practice really helped me become focused on it. And I realized that, you know what, despite everything, I still had a shitload of things to be grateful for. So I would tell you that increasing gratitude starts with setting up your day to be thankful. And a great gratitude practice is to start and end each day writing down three things you're grateful for. So my therapist said just three things a day. I would encourage you to do it in the day, in the morning, and in the evening. And let me tell you, once I became an NLP practitioner, one of the things that I learned was that the act of writing what you're grateful for definitely has its benefits, 100%. But if you want to take that to the next level, you need to feel the gratitude, right? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. Before I knew you, I didn't do this. I And even when I knew you, you would tell me about it. I still eh, wasn't my thing. But then one day I said, okay, let me try it. And it is very interesting. It's like once you start looking for things to be grateful, you you start feeling like this, oh, wow, I have so many things to be grateful. And unless you're actually writing it down and being very mindful of exactly what you have to be grateful, it, it, it kind of opens your eyes to so many things that you can be grateful and you should be grateful. Not should, but... Stop shooting should over people. <laughs> that, that it's important to be grateful for. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to challenge yourself, like I would, I, I would challenge you to do this for 30 days where you don't repeat anything that you wrote the previous day. Remember we, yeah. we, we did That's this. Challenging, actually, we did is. this. Yes. Like when you start, when you start your gratitude practice, right? You have a tendency to say like, Oh, I'm grateful for my family, my life, my health, blah, blah, blah. But when the next day you have to like, okay, but you already use that. Now you have to, you know, use something else. Oh my goodness. That is so challenging. You At this point, you are just like looking way outside your normal comfort zone of like the things that you are grateful for. So highly recommend, I highly recommend that you challenge yourself. Once you like really get this gratitude practice going, challenge yourself. Don't repeat what you wrote the previous day. That's it. Just new things every day. Yeah, definitely. And then after you're done... After a few days, you can actually go back and read and go through the pages that you've written and see and go through everything. It's like, wow, and be amazed of all the things that you can be grateful for. Yeah. So at the beginning, when I was keeping my gratitude journal, when I started my practice, I literally would write like day one, day two. And, you know, I, I've mentioned this before. I have been journaling since I was 10. I literally have all my journals. Priscilla can attest to that because she is a minimalist. We both are, but... Definitely she more than I, because she will, I will not get rid of my journals. It's a collection. I, I swear to God, that is a book. 
Um, so that that's there's definitely a book in all of my journals. Which leads me to is something you just said. It's so important. You need to surround yourself with people who also have a gratitude mindset. I literally pulled and pulled Priscilla like, Priscilla, you should do a gratitude practice. Oh, I'm sorry. Now I'm shooting all over you. I would tell her like, Priscilla, have a gratitude practice. Just write down in the journal. She's like, I don't like to write. I don't want to do it. And I was like, okay. If you look at her journal now, it's beautiful. She went, which is very Priscilla-like. Like once she goes in, she is all in. So once she started her gratitude practice, she was all in in her gratitude practice. And I want to take a little bit of credit um, with that, which is why it's so important to have people around you who have a gratitude mindset. I mean, the positivity, the happiness, all of that is contagious. Yes, it's definitely so important to have, especially the people that are close around you. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you have family members that not might not be so positive, not might not be looking to be grateful for something. So it's, it becomes a little harder. But you do have a choice. You do have a choice of the friends you surround yourself with. You do have a choice with the people, the families that, that you choose to be with, even though it might not be as easy to do that. But it's still a choice. You still have a choice to pick and choose the people you want to have around you. Of course. Look, we're going to we're going to drill this and always you always have a choice. Period. Even if you decide not to, you're that that in it of itself is a choice because you made the choice not to. You're always choosing whether it's conscious or you know, on a subconscious level, you're still making that choice. And frankly, it's like You have to really want to be around people who are choosing to focus on this, right? Because the energy that you put out into the world is contagious. And just as you're aware of the energy you're sharing, you have to be mindful of the energy that you're consuming with the people that surround you, right? The people that you surround yourself with. You want to be feeding yourself with good energies around you. You want to have more people. I guess the the more you have around you that's positive, the more that energy grows. It's it's so nice because you don't have this negativity. It's like you could be trying so hard on yourself and working hard on yourself, but then somebody comes along that's like the Karen, I guess I would say, and (laughs) brings you down or like that example of the crabs that they're in a bucket and one's trying to get out and then the other one's pulling pulling you back down. You don't want that. You you want to have the support of other people also being grateful, being positive, Lifting energizing you up, you up energizing, energizing you, you. not yeah. not being energy vampires. I we're we're definitely going to do an episode on energy vampires because yes. I took a whole course on that. But Jim Ron, who you and I both love, mm-hmm. He, and I'm sure you've heard this, he famously said that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So you need to look around and evaluate the people you spend the most time with. For us, it's you. (laughs) I I spend... Well, it it, it could be one person, but if that person is on, on your same level, same vibration, same things, that one person is maybe all you need. I mean... Yeah. If, if that's well, and the kids is. and the kids yeah right. so like for uh, and and your mom yes. i would say like so 
Priscilla and I and Priscilla's mom, my future mother-in-law, we're we're in a we're in a group chat. And I just have to say like she is totally into our vibe as well. I mean in Spanish. In Spanish, <laughs> yes. She she finds her people in Spanish. In Spanish. Which is great because she's opening opening us up to like, oh look, there's this lady doing it in Colombia. Like, yeah, that's spectacular. But be aware, you, you know, when you spend time with people who are living in a state of joy or close to it, right? Not not everyone, myself included. Am I joyful all the time? Let's be real. But if you do, spend time with people who, for the most part, are you know, doing the best that they can to, to stay positive, to be grateful, to be joyful, it's going to help you lift you. It's going to lift you up and it's going to be a reminder of where you want to be. Right? Yes. And if it's hard or you don't have physical people or family members or anybody in your small circle that are like that, you can also join groups online. Now it's so easy to find any sort of group and online or create your own and then just invite people that you know that are going to be in that same vibe, that high vibe, positive energy that you want. Oh my gosh, maybe we should do that. Let us know if if you if you'd want us to create um a group, we would totally be open to that because that's that's actually how, you know, Priscilla and I like fostered our relationship in a like-minded mama group. And so, you know, definitely it it may not always it may not be your family. It may not be your coworkers. It may not be the people you went to high school with for sure. But believe me, there are people out there who are living this, breathing this. They, they're, they're here. They're in it like us. And there's so many of us. And so why not surround yourself with, with that if that's what you're choosing that you want in your life like you have so much support yeah definitely find people that they're going to lift you for sure and then of course like you know I'm always going to ask you from an energy perspective like from an Eden energy practice like yes. what 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 can we be doing from that aspect well in the Eden energy medicine we obviously have a lot of exercise that I could probably talk about it here, but it's going to be long and it's much easier to actually see. So I'm going to be recording a short video demonstrating an exercise you can do to help bring in more of those energies, those experiences to be more grateful for. And, and, but what is that exercise called? It's called heaven rushing in heaven rushing in. Yes. Oh, I know which one that is. <laughs> I know how to do it. Oh, I'm so excited. So Priscilla will record that. We'll definitely link it to the show notes. Um, and now so excited. Now we want to bring on two very special guests. Please welcome our kids, Elisandra and Max. Welcome guys to our podcast. Hello. Hello. So we wanted to bring our munchkins as guests because we wanted to ask them what they are grateful for. So what are you grateful for, Elisandra? I am grateful for my family, trees, my organs, and video games. And Max, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my family, oxygen, fresh oxygen, 
kidneys and video games. And video games. Okay, so you guys both are grateful for video games. That seems the common denominator. And family. And family. So guys, this episode is the Attitude of Gratitude. It's going live on Thanksgiving. So what did what do you guys like best about Thanksgiving? I like playing games with my friends and family on Thanksgiving. I like seeing Kaylee and Nicole. Awesome. Anything else? Um, I, I like the holiday just because I'm grateful for everything. Awesome. So do we want to wish Happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners? Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. So Happy Thanksgiving from us to you. Happy Thanksgiving, and thank you so much for joining us. We were glad to be guests. Thank you for being our guests. Yeah, thank you for being our guests. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please help us spread our mission by subscribing to Energy on Purpose so you never miss an episode. And leave us an honest review. Every single review makes it easier for the show to reach new listeners. We love hearing from you. And be sure to visit our website, energyonpurpose.com, where you can download our free guide, Five Simple Ways to Raise Your Vibration, and sign up to our newsletter to get your weekly dose of Energy on Purpose delivered directly to your inbox. We'll see you next week.